Coming up on Shop Talk. I mean, the concept of buying now, pay later has actually been around for many, many years. Right. Companies have had layaway plans for a, a long, long time. There's yeah. really nothing new to that. Mm-hmm. Over the past few years, the fintechs have come along and have modernized that process and made it very simple for somebody to go and make a purchase and pay it out over two or three payments using the fintech's offering. Hello, everyone. I'm Al Grego. And I'm Nitu Sidhu. And this is the June 2022 edition of Shop Talk with Moneris. Welcome to Shop Talk Podcast, Nitu. Thanks for having me, Al. It's my pleasure to have you on all the way from Calgary. Now, the reason I invited you is that you're the Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at Moneris. That's right. And June just so happens to be National Indigenous History Month in Canada. It sure is, yeah. I just recently did a story on the Yes, We Were Open podcast about the Perry Sound Friendship Center and all the great work they're doing for the Indigenous people in that area. Yeah, I listened to that episode. I love the work they're doing, and it sounded like your visit there uh, really left a great impression and was a powerful moment for you. It was quite the experience to witness all their good work, but also I got to visit Wasauxing First Nation and interview one of their elders. Wow, that's amazing. So much wisdom and just richness in the culture and heritage, I bet. And I really enjoyed learning more about the history of that area. And I think it's important for all Canadians to learn more about that history and the history of the people who occupied this land before us. Honestly, I completely agree. First Nations, Inuit and Métis people are the first people of this country. They Mm -hmm. have such rich histories and diverse cultures. And unfortunately, they're just not broadly recognized and really warrant greater understanding and appreciation, especially from people like you and me who are settlers on this land. And, you know, June, as you said, is Indigenous History Month in Canada. It's an opportunity for all of us to continuously learn about the cultures, the languages, the connection to land that Indigenous peoples have, as well as the significant contributions of Indigenous peoples to our country. It's also an opportunity to sit with some of the horrific truths of residential schools, the Indian Act, 60 Scoop, and the resulting intergenerational trauma that is primarily causing a lot of the social, economic, and health-related struggles that a lot of Indigenous peoples live with today. So Mm -hmm. I I just encourage everyone who's listening to today's podcast to dedicate time to learn more about the sacrifices, the injustices, as well as the beautiful diversity, wisdom, and contributions of Indigenous peoples. And if you don't know where to start, honestly, Google has a ton of great resources at your fingertips. And I promise you that this won't be a one-shot thing. I've already got at least one other and maybe two more Indigenous merchants lined up for season three of the podcast. And I can't wait to tell their stories as well. I'm really looking forward to that. Thanks for the work you do too, Al, just to make sure that we do build that inclusion and that diverse perspective into, into the podcast that you do. It's awesome. Well, I appreciate you saying so. I'm just happy to do my part. So let's go on to talk about the theme of this month's episode. Nidu, do you know what one of the signs that summer has arrived is? Uh, warm weather, slurpees, sun. Yes, but... Oh, mosquitoes. I hear you get a lot of mosquitoes in Ontario. Well, we do. But I was thinking more along the lines of, you know, spending habits. Ah, okay. I would think that summer is not as expensive in terms of spending as, as like the holiday season. Well, yes, the holiday season is an expensive time. But I think leading into summer, I don't know about you, but summer usually means summer projects. Ah, uh, yeah. Makes sense. So, for example, last year I built a patio. Uh, This year I need to buy a shed. Like these are large expenditures. Uh, Do you have any projects coming up? Yeah. So actually just a few weeks ago, my basement unexpectedly flooded um, and East Trough elbow broke off and filled a window well with water and gushed water into my basement. 
So uh, currently I'm restoring that, uh, installing a new window well and getting a new deck put in. So the other thing is, or the cost of raw materials has gone up because over the course of the pandemic, people are essentially investing all the money that they would have maybe traveling into their homes. That's right. So as you know, summer projects aren't cheap and these are some pretty large expenditures. And as a business owner who perhaps specializes in these larger ticket items, the challenge is providing potential customers with the best ways to pay for these purchases. Not everyone has large sums of money on hand. It would be great if we could present some sort of a solution. And I feel like you might have have one actually. Well, uh, we're going to talk about a new way that business owners can help their customers make those larger purchases more manageable. I'm going to be talking with Brian Weiner. He's the vice president, head of product and digital from Visa Canada, and he's going to talk about their newest product called Visa Installments. Nice. Sounds super interesting. And then we also have Kip McCartney. He's our director of emerging solutions and value added services. He's our expert here, and he's going to talk about how Moneris is going to enable installments for our merchants. I'm a huge Kip fan, so your listeners are definitely in for a treat. Yes. And then, of course, our data guy, Sean McCormick, takes it from theory to practice with some real consumer spending data. Sounds like a great lineup. So who's up first? Well, first up is my interview with Brian from Visa. Featured interview. Today, I'm joined by Brian Wiener. He's the vice president and head of product and digital at Visa Canada. Brian, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. The theme for this month's episode is summer projects. And because, I mean, it's June and speaking personally, I've got some landscaping that I have planned and I want to buy a shed. There's some pretty big ticket items that I'm going to be spending some money on this month. Visa has a product that might help me with that. Can you tell me a little bit about this? You know, for anybody who's following the payments business, there's a movement that's sort of taken hold over the course of the past few years. And it's been around buy now, pay later. So we have a service that is called the Visa installment service that we are launching into market and we're launching it with uh, Moneris right now, actually. Okay. And this is really going to enable somebody to make a purchase on their Visa card like they always have, mm-hmm. yet pay it out over time in an installment. And so if somebody had wanted to buy a new shed for their backyard and it was a $300 purchase, they wanted to spread that out over two payments or three payments or Mm -hmm. four payments or whatever number of payments they wanted, they would be given that option at the point of sale. So I'm a little confused, Brian, because I mean, isn't that kind of what a credit card is anyway? Kind of buy now, pay later. How are these installments different? I mean, the concept of buy now, pay later has actually been around for many, many years. Companies have had layaway plans for a a long, long time. There's really nothing new to that. Mm -hmm. But if somebody wanted to go and do a transaction where they were taking advantage of a, you know, pay over 12 month offer or taking advantage of a 0% financing offer or something like that, Mm -hmm. they had to go and stand over at the side counter of the store. They had to fill out a form. The store probably had to go and do a credit check on them. They had to read a 12 page contract and then wait. And then three days later, it would get put into place. Over the past few years, the fintechs have come along and have modernized that process and Mm -hmm. made it very simple for somebody to go and make a purchase and pay it out over two or three payments using the fintechs offering. Okay. What we're now doing is we're taking that concept and we're really incorporating it into the DNA of a visa transaction, Mm -hmm. such that the options would be made available to you at the point of sale, whether you're buying something in a store or whether you're buying something online, no other credit checks required. It all works into the existing line that you have available on your credit card today. So if somebody had a $2,000 limit on their card, this would just get worked into that. Mm -hmm. With the other offerings that exist out in market, it's another loan. It's another 
contract with a company that you've never heard of. Okay. It's something else to have to manage and track. Here, we're simply taking your existing Visa credit line and mm-hmm. we're making it available to be able to introduce this kind of an offering at the point of sale and all consolidated into that existing credit line. Interesting. So how, pra- practically, how does this look? So for example, let's say I'm making a thousand dollar purchase for like one of those high end sheds. Um, yep. What does that look like on my Visa bill? Well, so with respect to the actual process of doing the transaction, you are at the cash register in the store. Mm-hmm. You dip your card into the visa reader as you normally would. Right. And rather than just putting in your pin right away, it might say to you, assuming the merchant accepts it, right. it would say to you, hey, would you like to pay this out of installments? Pick one of these mm-hmm. couple of options that were available. You would pick one and then that would be it. And then what would happen is for you, the consumer, mm-hmm. if it was a thousand dollar purchase and you're paying it out over 10 months, a hundred dollars would be due from oh. you to the uh, credit card issuer on each of those statements. So rather than having a thousand dollar balance on your credit card statement that you're looking at and you're stressing over because you're worried about interest, it's the installment each month that you're seeing on your bill, not the full exactly. amount. Interesting. Exactly. Uh, the beauty of it from a merchant's perspective, the merchants continues to get paid right, right away the same way they always have. Nothing changes from the merchant standpoint in the case that you just described the merchant would receive the thousand dollars in full. later that day or the next day whatever their arrangement was with Moneris. right and they would be done and the installment payments would just really be between the consumer and their bank that's great that sounds amazing and yeah, yeah so if you're a small business or if you're you know any kind of business who wants to offer up some kind of uh, installment payment program this would be a pretty easy thing to implement then Yes, it's extremely simple. Mm. I mean, Moneris has done such a great job integrating to this service and they're putting it out to their thousands of merchant customers now. Mm-hmm. The beauty for the merchant is that this is all very seamless. This is all just part of the flow of a visa transaction as they're used to, as they've become accustomed to for right. many, many years here in Canada. It's one little extra step that gets added into the process. Mm. The other beauty for the merchant is that they're able to increase their basket size. And statistics will show that merchants that adopt these kinds of offerings will increase their basket size. Many of our listeners are entrepreneurs and small business owners. Will this be broadly available to them? Well, Moneris has done a really, really great job of getting ahead of the curve on this. And Moneris has gone out and uh, and integrated with our service. So any merchant that is a Moneris merchant will be able to take advantage of this type of offering. That's great. So regardless of size of business, if they're a Moneris customer, they can turn this on as of now? Yes. That's great. When did this product launch? We're right at the beginning stages of this product. Okay. But the early signs that we have are extremely promising. Mm-hmm. I've been in this industry for 16 years now, and I can't think of another product that we've launched that has launched with so much fervor across both our issuers that issue cards to consumers as well as our acquirers like Moneris that sign up merchants to accept. We think that we're going to be almost at ubiquity on the consumer side in terms of consumer adoption, meaning their cards will be eligible for the service. And the next step for us is to build out our merchant acceptance. So you don't need to be a Visa card carrier to take advantage of this. Is that correct? So this is a Visa service that we're making available. Mm -hmm. And if you're a merchant and you accept Visa cards and you accept cards of other networks, Mm the technology will still work. So as long as the financial institution has enabled for the service, regardless of whether it's a Visa card or the card from a different network, the installment service is going to work. It's a network agnostic, we call it. That's great. If I wanted any more information or learn more about this product, where would I go? Well, to learn more about the product, merchants really are encouraged to get in touch with Moneris and talk to them about it. There will be information that will be available on the Visa website as well. If they go to visa.ca slash installments, they can find out information about the product directly on our website. 
But we always encourage merchants to get in touch with their acquirer, in this case, Moneris, to talk about this and to take advantage of it. Thank you so much, Brian, for your time today. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. This podcast is brought to you by Moneris. Today has shown us tomorrow has changed. Changed how we'll live, work, and do business. Because now we're more open to what's possible. Open to contactless payments, online bookings, curbside pickups, and more. Open your business to more opportunity with solutions to help you succeed online, in-store, or on the go. To talk to one of our business advisors, call one 866 or visit Moneris.com today. By the numbers. I'm joined by Sean McCormick. He's the Director of Sales and Marketing for Spendscape. Thank you so much, Sean, for joining me today. Yeah, my pleasure, Al. This month, we're talking about summer projects. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to spending some time in my backyard. And I've got a few big expenditures coming up. A new shed. Last year, I put a bunch of money into a patio in the front of my house. So obviously, it's the time of year to do that, right? It's the time of year to spend a little bit more money on these projects. Right. Yeah. And uh, so you spent your money on your patio last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the same thing on a number of projects around my house. And it seems like what we're seeing this year is the landscaping, uh, horticultural pools, installations. That's all down um, right. um, over the same period last year. Landscaping and horticultural down 29% year mm-hmm. over year. Pools, sales and service down 13%. Now, let's give that some context. Okay. Last year at this time, year over year, pool sales and service was up 143%. Wow. Landscaping and horticulture was up 61%. Yeah. There was a slingshot effect happening mm-hmm. through a number of consumer spending categories last year, not the least of which was outdoor related improvements. Right. So to expect that to continue would be unreasonable. It's actually, I believe, really healthy for our economy that this is pulling back a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can't have a slingshot continue to go forward forever. That's not healthy for inflation. The sooner we get back to normalized consumer right. spending trends, I believe is going to be better for the economy. It's going to be better for inflation, which is ultimately better for consumers. Mm-hmm. Now, there are a couple of categories uh, in consumer spending related to the home that did show year over year increases on top of impressive increases last year. Art dealers and art galleries um, right. up 28% year over year. And this one indoor furnishings, so furniture Mm -hmm. and home furnishings, the category is up 33% year over year. This time last year, it was up 327% year over year. It's crazy. So we had that massive spike coming out of COVID and then it's still going up one third year over year comparison. So maybe people did what they needed to do in their yards and now they walked inside this winter and went, hmm, what can I do inside of my house? Yeah, they're saying my backyard's <laughs> nicer than the inside of my house now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what about contracting? I mean, it's been up for the last couple of years. Yeah, well, if you try to book a contractor sometime in the last 12 months, mm-hmm. um, you probably understand the demand uh, within this category. I think oh, a yeah. lot of people listening to this podcast might have thought, hey, what about a career shift? I can, uh, <laughs> exactly. I can handle a drill. I know how to work a skill saw. General contractors, year over year, mm-hmm. the month of April, up 11 percent yeah and that just continues a steady trend over the last couple of years as uh, as people have you know they identify 
a need for an improvement in their yard or in their house, some kind of an improvement to spend this money that they've saved up. And clearly there's still money there to be spent um, mm. because as I said before, with a continued year over year increase on top of the massive increases year over year last year, yeah. it's truly impressive to see that continuing in any categories where it's continuing to go up. I wonder if some of this is also people using the equity in their homes since housing prices have gone up significantly as well over the last few years. Well, that, that's a good point, Al. Mm. It's also a concerning point yes. um, because no two people have exactly the same equity in their house. Mm. There may be people with a million dollars in equity in their house, so they got a lot of chips to play with. And there may be others that just bought in the last couple of years who might only have 50 or 60 grand in equity. And if there is any kind of a market correction in the real estate market, that could turn upside down real quick if it's some kind of a cash leverage position on their mortgage. Yeah, good point. All right. Thank you so much, Sean, for joining me today. Thanks, Al. Ask an expert. Joined by Kip McCartney. He's the Director of Merging Solutions and Value-Added Services for Moneris. Kip, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Earlier in the episode, I spoke with Brian from Visa, and he was talking about the Visa installments, something you know a lot about. As the expert on our team, I was wondering if you talk about the Moneris side of things. Like, What are we doing to enable this installments program? So first, thanks for the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Second, the visa partnership that we have with this program has been absolutely fantastic. We're working really closely with them to make sure that our offering is something that our merchants can consume and use very easily. Mm-hmm. So the way that we've actually taken in what visas built and then are offering it to our merchants is we're starting with e-commerce first okay. with our gateway API and then our Moneris checkout to follow. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we'll be launching our physical devices over this next six to 12 months. And that will allow us to kind of make sure that if there's the potential for another lockdown, our merchants can still service their customers in an e-commerce environment with that curbside pickup solution that they've been doing so well for the last two years. Yeah. So we're actually starting with digital first. We are trying to do that. It's a priority for the organization. Mm -hmm. And uh, we think that it's uh, the path forward for us. Face to face is obviously very important as well. So it's not been forgotten. It's just something that we need to spend a little bit more time on to focus. So we know kind of what it is and how it works. As a Moneris merchant, how difficult or easy is it to employ? I'd like to turn it on. If you're already using our API, Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of user experience work that you'll need to do so that you can present different 10 years of installment, say a six month installment plan or a 12 month installment plan. And there's uh, a few other compliance things that aren't really major. What we've been hearing from our merchants that are working with us right now Mm -hmm. is it's about a two to three week work effort to actually implement the API test and be ready to go. Okay. So we're very excited about that. That's generally a fast turnaround. Mm-hmm. For our Moneris checkout users, which we are working diligently on bringing out over the summer, it will be an overnight upload. So we control oh. the user experience so that our merchants don't have to use a developer once they're programmed into our Moneris checkout. And so the turn on will all of a sudden, if a card is eligible for installments, mm-hmm. we'll just present, oh, 
you're eligible for a three-month plan and a six-month plan. And if a consumer is not eligible for installments, it'll just say, oh, please pay for your $300 expense here, the way that it always has, so that your consumer doesn't have that negative uh, impact of being declined at a point of sale. Mm -hmm. Realistically, we're looking for a 20 to 30% average ticket size increase, Mm. which the data supports across all industries. Some industries in uh, things like appliances have had previous experience with this where they see a 60 to 90 percent increase in average ticket size where installments are used wow that's significant Mm. it's huge yeah that's particular to some merchants it's not statistically significant across the entire portfolio of moneris but we do know that some merchants are taking full advantage of this Mm -hmm. and when their consumers use an installment plan they're taking the opportunity to upgrade their appliances that they're getting or upgrade the item that they're getting right. sometimes 2x right like mm. that's a real value proposition and worth a small expense great well thank you so much kip for taking time for me today okay well thanks and uh, looking forward to the next time I'm joined by Amanda Ibrahim. She's the communication specialist on the events and ESG team. Amanda, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Al. I hear we have a long list of events for June. We have a busy month ahead of us. Well, why don't we get started? What do you have for us? On June 4th, Sean McCormick will be hosting a workshop for the Federation of Canadian Municipalities using consumer spending data to drive recovery. Where do we find out more about this uh, event? To find out more, visit the Federation of Canadian Municipalities website. Very good. On June 11th, Moneris is a proud sponsor of the Second Harvest Toronto Taste. Mm -hmm. It'll be the 30th anniversary celebration at Evergreen Brickworks, where the best of the best of the city's food scene come together for one spectacular evening in support of Second Harvest, Canada's largest food rescue charity. Sounds delicious. Uh, where, Where can we learn more about that? To find out more, visit torontotaste.ca. Okay, what's next? On June 14th, our CEO and president, Angela Brown, will be participating in a fireside keynote hosted by ETA Transact Tech on the state of payments. Okay. June 14th to 17th, Rob Wilkinson, our VP of B2B Sales, will be presenting at the National Credit Conference in Banff, Alberta. Oh, lucky him. What's next? From June 17th, the 19th in Montreal, the F1 Grand Prix de Canada will take place. Moneris will have on-site branding at the event. Where can people learn more about that? Check out our social channels that week to get more updates. What's next? Moneris is sponsoring a three-part webinar series with Small Business BC this summer. The first one kicks off on June 23rd. Ashley Jamison, our product manager at Moneris, will be presenting how to run a successful food and beverage business. And how would you register for that? You can register on the Small Business BC website, smallbusinessbc.ca. Okay. And any other events? The e-commerce North Accelerator applications are now open for the third cohort. Those will be open until July 13th, and the cohort will run from September 14th to December 13th. Wow. That's a lot of uh, stuff happening in June. It sure is, Al. It's great to see in-person events coming back into play. Mm-hmm. If if anyone wants additional details, keep an eye on our social channels. Very good. Thank you so much. Thanks, Al.
And that's all we have for this month. I hope you found this episode informative. Before we sign off, I'd like to let everyone know that season two of Yes, We Are Open podcast just wrapped up. It's eight stories of eight different small Canadian businesses. I tell their origin story, the story of their greatest struggle, and how they overcame that struggle. Here's a teaser. Right now, you can binge season two of the Yes, We Are Open podcast. Eight Canadian businesses with eight stories of perseverance. Yes, we're open. Yes, we are open. Yes, we are open. Yes, we are open. Hell yeah, we're open. Subscribe now to Yes, We Are Open. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, we're open. And we're not going anywhere. I love it. That's great. We're here to stay. Perfect. (laughs) If you haven't already, you can subscribe to this podcast. And yes, we are open wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to support this show, share this podcast with your network or review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And finally, if you have a payment related question you'd like to submit to one of our experts, you can email us at podcast at Join us again next month for more expert insight and data to help you grow your business. Neetu, thank you so much for co-hosting today. It was so fun. Thanks so much for having me. On behalf of Neetu, myself and the rest of Moneris, thank you for listening to Shop Talk. Talk again in July. Take care, everyone.